How do everyone? Welcome to the Pottymouth Garden Club. Yes, we have fantastic guests today. For all that, and I didn't really, go, I didn't even play the intro last week. So, don't forget, please pop over to the Discord and say hello. That would be fantastic. It's a lovely place that is just brimming with kind of tips and tricks and loads of like kind of people talking about good things gardening. This is the one I keep forgetting to ask. Please, if you want your question answered, put a nice capital Q on your question before your question. Just like that, then type your question, then I'll be able to find it, and that will be fantastic. And I would need some questions today because well, I, haven't got that, I haven't got that many topics. Well, I've got I've got a few, but you know what I mean. It's kind of we can always do with some more. Don't forget. Fridays, and actually, there was a special on. If anyone hasn't seen it, there, there's a special on the green on greenhouses. Yes, someone's been sp- someone's been spending money. Yeah, so oh. on Friday, oh, on Fridays, there's a like a, there's this little beforehand. We we'll, we'll kind of have a little chat and just see if everyone's all right. That is there. So on Fridays, look out for that. Have we got anything else? If yous want to, if yous want, I think I've got a few more than twenty five. So folks are starting to kind of come over and support the potty mouth. Yes, that would be fantastic. And our podcast. There we go. That is it. Please subscribe to the podcast. That's lovely. Just listen to us in the bath. Right now, I will play this intro. <laughs> Yeah, so welcome to the Potty Mouth Garden Club. Look at our esteemed guests there. Yes, thank you very much. Stephen, always a pleasure, never a chore. Hello, sir. How are you doing, sir? Are you good? I'm trying to keep your chair still because I know you get angry with me. <laughs> we've had we've had this we've had this little conversation where Stephen from being young is a little bit of a fidget and a little bit of a kind of touch this, move this to and I don't know. I don't that's know what you mean. The, that's not the kind of person I need. <laughs> <laughs> slides out and shot. Any any garden happening here, Stephen? Any or this week? Anything since last time I've seen you? Uh, I've been down today for a couple of hours. Yeah, just walking around. It, this time of year, it's mostly tidying up and setting things up for the new season. So I've been laying out some beds. I'm hoping I can go half no digging my main tunnel this year. As you know, it's super, super expensive. So it's just trying to produce compost, really. How is as well? Because we're all interested. In, is the shoulder back to normal? Are you, are you back to like one hundred percent fit? No, not one hundred percent. Some some days it hurts, and others it's okay. Um, just on a day to, it's better than it was a week ago, anyway. So there's still no plans for that new polytunnel going up there. Eh? There's no digging trenches or, or hammering. Um, you obviously haven't watched my latest video, have you? Well, I've just... <laughs> you haven't... It's up. It's, it's up, it's done. It, no, it's not. No, it's not. not no, done. it's not, no. Now, I've been doing some landscaping work. And I've been putting some... Um, I've dug some soil from one, one area, trying to level up the ground. Before, it was just a blow-away tunnel, so it didn't really matter that it wasn't that level. I just flung it up and used it for six, seven years. But now I'm trying to level the ground off as, as much as I can. And then, of course, once once I start putting it up, the foundation tubes will take up any extra slack so I can get it nice level and true and straight. You, you know, Steve, you, you, you've kind of done a couple and you've done probably a few throughout your life. Does, are you not, I'm not saying you're getting on and it's getting a little bit, but is it not like where you think, oh, God, not another one? Or are you still excited about putting up polytunnels or...? Come on, mate. I'm not talking about age yet. Do you still like that? Because if I had to put another one up now, I would honestly be thinking, it's starting, you know what I mean? Oh, God, no, not all that again. Maybe when I got into it and started it, I'd be excited. But the the run up certainly wouldn't excite us. Are you anxious to get it up and like enjoying it? Yeah, definitely. I I want it up as soon as possible. I mean, the, the only part of it I don't really like, but it's necessary, is is getting everything level at the start, doing all the groundwork, because you're up on, 
you, you know, you've got to put a foundation tube in, in the ground and you've got to get them all roughly level and they've all got to be straight and true. So you get the first one up, you get the second one up, the third and the fourth one, and then you put the fifth one up and you find everything's out of square. So you're running backwards and forwards making adjustments and that's getting up and down, down to soil level, standing up, walking to the next one. And that's more of a pain in the backside than anything. But once they're up, the rest it just goes up like Meccano. You know, it's it's just nice and simple. Well, it's all about preparation, Stephen. All about it is, I can, it I can say that. Yes, yes, I'm good at that kind of thing. Look who we've got here, Jesse. How are you doing, Jess? First <laughs> lot of questions, Jesse, straight away. Like, and I've put on a couple of pictures. Like, oh, we've got Jesse on this week. It's like Jesse's fan club. Oh, Jesse's coming on. Oh, oh. it's almost like me, <laughs> me mum. You know, she kind of. Oh, is Melanie coming? Like my wife is Melanie coming over to see? Is this what about me? Do you know what I mean? So, <laughs> Jess, how, how are you doing? Anyways, well, the, the, everyone's so pleased to see. How, it's almost like our Jesse on the show. <laughs> are you happy good, New Jess? Year. Yes, happy New Year, happy New Year. So, how how's things gardening life? Is it because um, we so haven't geek? we haven't seen each other for well possibly two months there now. So I guess you've been right through, and I'm going to talk a little bit about that, So, but you've been right through the freeze as well and come out the other end. Yeah, so. I seem to remember our last conversation consisted of me being smug about not getting a lot of frost. <laughs> so what was your, Jess, what was your, like, lowest temperature? Uh, so inside the polytunnel, it got to minus 8.1. Wow, man. That's blowing uh, me away. Pretty exciting if you see the little minus in front of a number normally. Uh, and this was, yeah, a bit of a shocker. Mind you, that, like you say, that's down south. I mean, I know Steve had it kind of, I think he was minus 13, 14, 15. But he's north inland where you're kind of south, you know, you just wouldn't. And I'm on the coast and we had, I think, minus five. It was just, you know, yeah. from you know what's... The hottest summer we've ever had where we could cook eggs on the... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just like... And that was that's just going to be one of my kind of things, but we'll, we'll just say hello to Audrey. Audrey, girl, you haven't been here for a while as well, then lovely... I know. Awesome. I hardly remember how to do this. Yeah, well, you, yes. are the, you are the live streaming guru now, every, once every Thursday. Still, Are you still... Yeah. Um, yes, because I've seen your, your onion. And that's what I was going to talk to you about, Audrey. I've seen your onion video, and Jesse was talking about it as well. Them little trees, them coloured trees, we kind of get. Oh in. yeah. Oh, did anyone did see that? I coloured. I saw oh, them. That was lovely. As like, soon as I seen them, I thought, you know, and I thought, Audrey, when I first looked at them, I thought, oh, a couple of trees. But then I seen it from the other angle, and there's hundreds of them bloody things. I think, oh, wouldn't you just love, you know, and then on a yeah. nice clean plastic like little tree as well? I was thinking, oh, yes, that's... yes, yes. I mean, I'm into making it fun. So, Where, are they are, are they like a, a like a common thing over there in America, or are them a specialized one? Or no, I only know of one of supplier for those, and that's Bootstrap Farmer. Right, and they they do really nice cells and trays that are heavy duty, so they last for years. That's uh, what. So that, I thought, uh, that's exactly what you want. Well be, yeah, they might as well be pretty colors and not just black. Color colored yeah, plants that. as well. Yes. Yeah, no, it's and it's really nice. I'm doing like different uh, varieties in each one of the six packs, so I don't even, yeah. you know, you don't have to lose all your labels. I just I like it. So, yeah, that's my that was my Christmas gift to myself this year. Well, I, I do <laughs> lots of gifts to myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, hell yeah, yeah. Mine will start this month for next year. So you were, did you sew yours? I mean, you don't do Boxing Day, Audrey, over there, but did you sew them on, on that day? I did it on the 28th. We still had family in. Oh, right, 26th. right, right. So it was just a couple of days late, but I've never sewed my onions this early. Right. So we shall see. Because you did see as well that we, with all the kind of, your, your frosts were like totally different hours. You had like all those oh, yeah. ice age yeah, over there. Did, yes. did your order? Did your family get to you? And did you did you get to see many of them, or two, were they stuck in? Two of my children got here. Uh, the ones with the grandbabies, so that was nice. 
and uh, my other daughter could not get out of Denver. That they got hit so hard. Right. That it really wasn't about our weather. It was more about Denver's. Right, right. So, you know, we saw most. What uh, What was your lowest temperature then, Audrey? Oh, gosh. I can't even remember. It was really the cool. super cold. <laughs> really, really super <laughs> cold. cold. It was a, I think we got down to zero Fahrenheit, which I think is like negative 30 or something for you guys. Whoa. So, yeah, bitter. Even, bitter. even if I had sown microgreens in the house, they would have froze. <laughs> Man, minus 30. Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't been that low in a long time. So I think everybody just got hit unusually this year. Well, let's let's get this show cheered up a little bit. The nights are getting the nights are getting lighter. Yes, longer. I, yes. I know. I know. Jesse, have you noticed it by energy? Because I certainly have. have yeah. You, I have. Yeah. Does it? Are you just? Is it getting you kind of motivated? Are you kind of? Or is it still a long way off spring? Yeah, exciting. It is a bit exciting. Yeah. So it's nice. Are you going to be I mean, um, thirty? Because I get the. I get the bus about that time. So it's like, it's right on, it's pitch black, like one week. And then three weeks later, actually it's still light. So it just kind of gives me a marker that time. Oh, no. It's really exciting. Oh, no. Yes, definitely. Well, I, honestly, I'm getting uh, to the point now. It's like every day is a minute. Do you know what I mean? I, I kind of look at it like that. And uh, yeah, it, you know, it does mind you, doesn't it? It just kind of flies, you know, all of a sudden you're into that spring and then it's away again. And, do you think? Do you feel, Stephen? Maybe it's dragged this year. Or has it been a tough one, or, or we're still not even out of it? I don't know. It's a difficult question. I mean, the weather changes so much, and it's like you said yourself. You know, we had forty degrees in the country. Well, I didn't here, but everybody else did. Uh, not that I'm whinging. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not whinging. But the best forty onions. degrees. <laughs> 40 degrees and then we sink to those low temperatures it's, it's a vast difference for a gardener to cope with um, so what's, what's around the corner weather wise you know I have no idea get a lucky bag and see what's in it well, no idea at all I mean Audrey you're kind of used to this but how do, how do we approach like adapting to this kind of because it's it knocks it, it's killing everything do you know what I mean the heat's killing it all I'm, I lost basically all be kind of a lot of veg in the heat, and then come the frost, you loot all them ones you try to like make up again. You've lost again with the, the you know what I mean. How do you kind of adapt to this kind of life? Well, I would just suggest like for the heat, put shade cloth over things. I mean that will at least keep the direct sun heat. That will help, um, you know, lighten that up a little bit, but keep the ends of it open so that it still gets some breeze and for uh cold weather stuff i would just say you might find that you really have to have everything like double protected like put up little hoop houses inside your polytunnels so that there's a second layer of protection uh and this you know if this is a trend that will be continuing that's different than if this was just a really fluke cold spell that went over um, most of the world got hit with this one so uh there's two things at play there you know so it might happen next year it might not well we're but all, i all kind of keeping fingers crossed though but when you just said there though like put like shade things on Audrey, i would would have never contemplated that in a, in like a million oh. years but now it's like maybe i might have you know what i mean oh have you done that Am I supposed to like put my hand up when I was going to say something? Is the um, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> um, my biggest discovery of this because I'm not used to this kind of cold at all. Uh, my biggest discovery is the joys of Enviromesh. Like, I've only ever yeah. used it bug protection before, and I happen to have like once you've covered some boxes with it that aren't collapsible, you've got to store them somewhere. So I've just been jamming them on stuff across the allotment. Everything that was under Enviromash looks like it just breezed past the cold. All the really tender stuff hasn't even been touched by it. 
It's, it's amazing. I'm going to be environmenting the whole plot next year. Is Jess, is the Because I think I've got that. It, wait, oh, I've got Audrey on there one second. I'm, see, because I've wiped off GB and I've got my buttons all mixed up. Is the environmesh the, like the plasticky? Yeah, so it's the it's white. The cottony one. It's not that kind of cottony. It's not now. the fleece. It's not yes. the fleece. Yeah. It's like really, really robust, um, really fine woven white. Well, mm-hmm. I suppose it's plastic, but it looks white. And it's normally used for like carrot white fly and yes. that kind of stuff. Uh, well, that's what I that's what I use for me, and I had nice carrots this year as well. So you put that over here and they protected. Was that like so, a, yeah. a fluke? Was it, or is that like a lucky? Or did you hear about? Well, I've got a real problem with um, like allium leaf miner, and uh, I dismantled a, like a divan bed last year. So I just ripped all the outside of it off and covered the two box parts with Enviromesh. And so, because they fit my beds perfectly at the allotment. <laughs> Great. So I did that. And then, uh, so I had them over the summer to try and protect from bugs. And then over the winter, it's like, well, I'm not going to store them. I'm not going to pile them up somewhere. So I just thought I'd dump them over something. And I one of the ones went over the Lucullus chard, which is normally really soft. Like the moment it gets like a tiny bit of cold, the whole lot just collapses. And all of my other chard, like all the rhubarb chard and the bietta and everything has all gone kaput. It's just like sludge. The ones that were under this EnviroMesh box, absolutely pristine. So, yeah, yeah I've really loved it. It's great well, stuff. Jess, I've got Brilliant. a little picture of your chard. That's, oh. that's, oh, that's almost, that's cruelly to chard that Because <laughs> that was just like, and I'm quite surprised because, Obviously, you had a little bit cooler than me. And I wonder, my chard, which was just like the white chard, I forget what that's kind of called, but it didn't get knocked as bad as that. So I wonder if it may be the, the ruby chard or just, you know, a few more degrees, lower degrees there. But that's not a, Have you pulled all them out now, Jess, or not? Are they still... Well, I'm really pleased you showed me that picture. I really need to <laughs> Oh, I'm good at that. <laughs> the Pieta, which is like the... It's kind of the perpetual spinach type charge you know but it's got slightly thicker stems than that but it's it's bomb proof normally in this area you can get all like all winter and then it back again it grows consistently through winter it doesn't stop growing it just keeps going normally for us um yeah it's been completely knocked out like that uh not just the rhubarb chard and but the uh yeah the lucullus which is the really soft it's a bit kind of floppy chap, you know, and it's got really, really pale leaves and they're large. And the moment they get cold, they just kind of melt mm-hmm. into the uh, soil. Just kind of... mm-hmm. What about that? Uh, sorry, Jess, I'm just going to ask Steve about EnviroMesh because I'm, I'm sure I've never seen you kind of dabbling in this this modern technology, Stephen. Are you just... <laughs> no, I've used it. Um, I haven't used it for a couple of years. I've got um, I've got actually a massive roll in the cupboard just next to me here. That's um, when I eventually make the proper plant protection. I want to make at the allotments. That will be all covered with it. But that's I mean, it, the day. It, it the is. environment will it will rise, raise the temperature two or three degrees underneath it. Uh-huh. That's brilliant stuff. It is expensive though. That's you know like compared is, to yeah. you know what I mean. It's not expensive, but it's certainly you know you kind of buy too much at one go because it's sharp. You can get it slightly cheaper. You get the, you can get the EnviroMesh, which is the original one, but there's also one now they call Veggie Mesh, and I think that's from um, Gardening Naturally. Uh, that is a bit cheaper than EnviroMesh, right. and it still raises the temperature. Right, yeah. right. I've got oh, it in mind. Yeah. It's that one. It's the Veggie Mesh I'm using, but I just oh, still the Veggie call it. Mesh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it lasts. It's exactly. It's like, it looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Audrey, do you know what we're talking about? <laughs> I do, but I am not sure that I can get a hold of that. Uh-huh. Well, even like mind you, your normal winter temperatures wouldn't um, still would get. Oh, I would, no, I wouldn't. I would, but it'd be lovely for bug um, uh-huh. bugs out. Well, it's quite bizarre that because, like you say, carrots not a one this year with mine, and I just kind of. You know, like you know how Charlie Dowden does it with his bricks around each. You know what I mean? I just did that piled on bricks around me, me raised bed, and never thought. But I did it dead early. That was I don't know if that was the key or not, but it stopped all. You know, and normally I'll get them because I'm a lazy sod and I don't bother. I, I kind of go on that. You know, the um, if it's above two foot high, kind of fingers behind the back cross. They'll not get me because my bed's a little bit higher than normal. 
but they still do, you know what I mean? But this time with that yeah. environment, it was cracking, to be honest. I have a theory about that, is that the wind or the draft will actually lift them in the air. They don't get to two, two foot and say, no, I'm not going any further. <laughs> I can't do it, no! no. I can't. It's too high, <laughs> too I get high. vertigo. Too high. <laughs> the wind lifts them and gets them into structures. But thinking about it, I've actually got veggie mesh on my carrot boxes anyway. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so that's what's uh, protecting my carrots all season long. So. Well, I've... Well, I would warn about uh, EnviroMesh or VeggieMesh as a as bug protection is that if you don't do it early, like before the bugs have got there and you cover oh, it yes. in there, it becomes bug haven because <laughs> there's no, there's no um, predators, there's nothing. They just they just have the time of their life inside mm-hmm. your VeggieMesh. So you've got to get them early if you are going to cover them up because the mm-hmm. white fly, holy moly, that's grim. If ha- well, that's just we haven't seen each other for a while. Like I say, we've talked about the white, the white fly up here in the north being horrific on mine, you know. But I've, I've heard it's been all uh, throughout England. We've had a bit of a kind of a, a run of it, to be honest. So, I haven't had any. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just put like goggles on and masks and just spraying everything, like kind of. <laughs> Last year, in I think probably the whole time I've been growing brassicas that nothing's white. It's it's all pristine. There's not a white fly to be seen. I don't know what's happened. And this was on my um, Cavaral Nero that doesn't really get hit by it, but by God, I was kicking it and it was just like dust, like with these like white... Normally every year for me, but this year it's absolutely pristine. You don't even need to wash it. Jesse, we've got um, the Jesse fan club. One moment, Jess, I'll have to... (laughs) So, Bally's allotment, and I want to kind of ask this question as well. Um, Let's just see if I can get that up there. Can Jesse run down how she serves early cucumbers again? Because we're all keen on this, Jess. I need the name of the variety and how we do it. There's been loads asking for this. Well, I've actually got... I've got a a demonstration here of what not to do, but... (laughs) (laughs) But basically, I was watching something that uh, Steve was saying the other day about that he doesn't use grow lights. And this isn't really worth doing unless you have grow lights because they just just go like a snake because there's just not enough light around. But I grow Socrates because it's quite a good, like, um, it's a fair size one. It's not like a lunchbox cucumber. But it's a big enough one, but it doesn't have to get, you know, like two foot long before you pick it. So uh, Socrates always. Yeah, and I just start them off now. And then the moment that they break the soil surface, I just stick some lights on them. They don't need a huge amount of light. It's not like um, they need to be blasted. But uh, it does. But unfortunately, I went away on Friday evening. I sewed them on Thursday morning. Oh, you've already Friday. attempted to sew yours already? Oh, well, last year, when they were really successful, I sewed them on the 1st, January. Right. <sighs> this year, I sewed them on, I think, whatever date Thursday was, Thursday morning. Right. I sewed them put them in the heated propagator Friday evening at about 5.30 I checked them nothing had happened uh, and then I went out and then I came home on Sunday morning at about I don't know 7 o'clock in the morning and they looked like this <laughs> <laughs> wow <man>. oops <laughs> oh, that's like yeah so I've re-sewed them, but these were the ones that I sewed. They're in this week's video um, that is coming out tomorrow. But yeah, this is what happened to those ones that were sewn in that video. They just, so what's that? Just no, a day and a half. So like. Jess, could could you, in theory then, bury that right up to its neck in a nice pot? Or, or are you going to sling that? I'm not going to sling it. I've, oh, I've no, no. <laughs> I can't because I'm, I'm incapable of doing that. The route. Um, I would just hang on to it until it dies a slow and painful death in another way. Um, but it's uh, it basically, uh, yeah, so I will pot that up into a tall pot. But the ones that I've sewn today, I just really keep an eye on that, the surface of the compost. And the moment it starts breaking, because you know what those seeds are like, they're quite large and they will yeah. like show that they're about to come up. And then you put the lights on them really quickly because that wasn't even like just in daylight. It wasn't on a window ledge where I've got my like set up is behind a curtain next to a radiator 
so there's no light it was in absolute pitch black basically which is why it, it did uh-huh. that so quick <laughs> right Not so great. it is i've wrote this down in socrates <laughs> you're using socrates this year and then you're gonna i guess keep transplanting them but then you're gonna just leave them in your your conservatory window is this right yeah so last year um one of the problems i did find with with growing them so uh is because you know how quickly well obviously like you know how quickly they grow all of that family um it was still too cold to put them out because our conservatory doesn't have a radiator in it or anything. It's basically like an unheated conservatory, but against the side of the kitchen. So it does get a bit of heat, but not a lot. And uh, it was just too cold to have them out there for a really long time. So up until like mid April, we had for like four and a half, five foot cucumber plants in the sitting room. Um, <laughs> but we were, but we did eat like the, our first cucumbers were, uh, I think it was like the 5th of April. We started picking them. And they went all the way through until end of October. So wow. it was definitely worth doing. But it, it does take a bit of lights and a bit of space, if you see what I mean. And did you did you do a, cucumbers at the allotment? I don't know why I'm holding a pen as if I feel like I'm a teacher. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> did, did you do them at the allotment as well? And the, obviously your allotment's that way. Yeah, so then I sewed. I sewed that, the, the oh, allotment right. Yeah, right, 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 that way. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I sewed again, like at, what, what would it have been, like end of April or something when I would normally sew them. And I sewed a whole load of really incredibly exciting varieties and they all uh, hooked in the greenhouse. They just fried. Mm. They didn't even get to fruiting stage because it got too hot, too quick, mm-hmm. couldn't keep them. There's no, um, so our polytunnel is really humid and our greenhouse is really, really arid. Like it's just dry heat and they just cooked. So luckily enough, those so your polytunnel was that way, though, but your greenhouse was that way. Is that, is that yeah, right? Like, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you wouldn't, honestly, you wouldn't believe how many people are like, keen to do this kind of, because no one, oh, kind of, no one grows cucumbers in January or sows them. Do you know what I mean? When, when you first mentioned it, it almost went silent. You know, like a lot of them were like, kind of, uh, you know what I mean? You could kind of hear crickets. But I think everyone's <laughs> going to... And I've got... They're not Socrates ones, but I'm gonna, I've am going. i got some of Ian grown local that kind of... So I've got some now, so... I didn't think you'd done it already, mind you. Do you know what I mean? kind of... Well, I mean, I've, I've redone it. So I've done it twice now, uh-huh. but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> first time... And what, what <laughs> is the, the ninth... The ninth of January, but... Uh, <laughs> wow. Right, um... Let's oh, can see. I ask a question? You'll go, sorry, Audrey. Yes. All right, just a little follow-up question. Uh, is there a reason, Jesse, that you don't start the seed under a light before it uh, germinates? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, it's because okay, it's the I... first lot. Like, I don't... Um, yeah, the first lot, I just kind of wait for them to do something because it's all kind of in the sitting room. And I mean, mum loves the allotment, but she doesn't really love me filling the entire sitting room with grow lights sure. and plants and everything. And, uh, and yeah, poor dad and yeah, choice. Yeah, will happen, so, right? so I yeah. tend to try and be a bit strategic about how I don't just lay out the lights, the seeds, the trays, everything on them at once. I tend to try and stagger it okay. for my parents. So um, that's why. And I tend to start them off because you just think, oh, they need a bit of heat and I'll just let them go. And then I don't tend to keep them on the heat mats um, after they've germinated. I just get the germination Wait. stage out and then put them in the. So I've kind of like separated the two things out because the, the uh, racking that I've got is right next to the radiator. So they stay hot anyway. So oh, yeah. they, I don't have them in the same in the same this That's is getting great, harder great. and harder, Jess. You're dropping in little kind of tips there, and I'm thinking, oh, right, 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 right. So there's no heat mat after the germinate, right? It's going to be a <laughs> little... Uh, this this is all... I'm on the, on the heat too long, or with the cover on too long, like everything just rots, and then it's mm-hmm. nasty, so... Yeah. Well, I did start two cucumbers in your honour uh, just a few days ago. Oh. So they have not yet germinated. <laughs> Yes, I thought I'm going to do that this year. So I'm right. going to call them Jesse 1 and Jesse 2. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then. this is all part of all part of what I've been saying for so long for many 
many gardeners is working out in your house or with the equipment that you've got where your different heat zones are and where you can move plants onto as you pop them on. Everyone's situation will be quite unique, um, but you can find by experimentation, like Jessie's doing by sowing cucumbers in January, she's experimenting, and this is what gardening is all about. If you experiment, you'll find out something new and you can move on and take your gardening a little bit further. Oh, is there? Uh, that could be almost like your tip of the week there. You know what I mean? <laughs> it is. I've done, man. That's it. I'm going home. Oh, well, you know, home. you know, what? With, with this frost, I did lose, like, a load, well, all my potatoes. I think I had a handful of potatoes. And everyone has been so lovely with the kind of comments, the kind words coming back to us. Like, don't worry, Tony, you know what I mean? Pick yourself up. Next time you'll be fine. You know, everything's going to be all right. Because I lost the whole lot, so the 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 one person who I wanted to have, a, you know, who would actually tell us something and be kind to us and like cheer us up, sent us something in the post. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> me, me master, who like me, kind of the hero gardener, who was probably one of the best gardeners in the UK. Sent us a packet of smart, <laughs> no wise words of wisdom. No wise words, Stephen. Just a pack of this. Nothing, nothing needed to be said, really. I was just thinking of your whole family suffering, you know. You can't make a cottage pie at the weekend. And I was distraught. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just to be honest, mind you, Stephen, I remember years ago having that and loving it. Yeah, we all do. Aye, do you know what I mean? Kind of, I and don't the know little metal like... Mickey's doing the adverts, the little aliens with yes. the metal heads. We all remember them. I don't, but don't I wonder, try and eat it. It's horrible. No, well, I'll put, put. Audrey, have you have you seen this over there in, in your? I have never seen that. Right. So it's a it's it's like a it's just potato. It's like a potato powder. I'm not sure. Made from real potatoes. I don't know how much. It's in, like dehydrated mashed potatoes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It just adds hot okay. water. Hot water. Okay. Jess, have you had these? I have. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I won't again. <laughs> Actually, I, I had it when I was uh, when uh, years ago when I was at boarding school. We used to have that, and then um, I had fond memories of it. And about a couple of years ago, I found it in like a corner shop, and I was like, "Yes! Oh my god!" Tasted it. It did not taste the same as it did when I was like. Well, that's. Oh, I wonder then. I wonder <laughs> if that's going to be. I, I think it might. If that's the case, because I remember it like through. Just keep it as a memory. Don't ruin it for yourself. Uh-huh. If you loved it once, keep that because you're not going to love it now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. The big, the bigger pack. Thank you, Stephen. So thought of me appetite there. I'll get them the big pack instead of the little pack. There. Well, if you don't eat it, you can always put it in one of the. Um, the local food bank bins in the supermarket. Well, to be honest, I'm going to try that next time it's my kind of... Because they're all down down there having their tea. But when it's my turn, when the family comes round again, I'm going to do smash as the potato and we'll just see. Uh, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> <laughs> Times are hard. Yes. Potatoes didn't come. <laughs> well, Jesse, you've got another question here. There, Jess. So... Jedi Lurker is asking, Jesse, what tomato varieties are you growing this year? Now, this is a good one, Jess, because I know last year you kind of had a big bit of trouble with tomatoes, and we, I think we put it down to the kind of the, the, the waterboard, kind of messing around. Yeah, you identified. You, you, yeah, yeah, I, putting some like, chlorine in the... Um, God. You, which you, which we, we do that to kind of get all the germs, you know, clean of the pipe, but... Obviously, yeah, yeah. Exactly at that time when Jesse was, you know, sowing and growing out seeds there. What, <laughs> Jess? Is there anything? Is it? Are you doing anything new with the tomatoes this year? Any new varieties on the horizon, or are you just kind of? Um. Well, I, last year I had so many new varieties to try. I st- people sent me so many exciting varieties. I mean, in the polytunnel, I've got space for about, I think I worked it out, like 17, maybe 18 at a push tomato plants. That's like the back run and then the peppers at the front. So, and I think last year I had like 32 varieties. 
that I was trying to grow. And this year I've been sent more and I had, luckily I've got seed left over from all the disasters last year. So I don't really know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to start them off and then try and, and like just push the problem back. Yes. <laughs> worry about the space later. Do you remember? Yeah. Is yeah. There, but there's is... really beautiful, beautiful varieties. Like, it's just too exciting. I, I can't control myself. Is the one, Jess, and we'll, we'll go around everyone as well, is the one that you're kind of you're desperate to grow this year or, or want to kind of try this year? Well, funnily enough, it's not a new variety. It's that I've had two years of not really getting any of them, and it's the Japanese Black Trifelli. It's my favourite tomato. It's just the best tomato. I love it. And last year, obviously, I didn't really get many tomatoes at all, so it wasn't that. And the year before, I snapped the plant off quite early on in the year. Uh, of so I didn't get any. And it's just, I think it's just like built itself up in my imagination. I'm just desperate for just a huge sliced black Japanese black trifelli. Oh, just love them. There's beautiful tomatoes they're gorgeous how do you how do you see the last word well i could just write it i'm right I'm, yeah i've got my pen i'm gonna kind of um japanese black trafelli trafelli is um yeah truff and then ele on the end right. so um, i would yeah, where would you get them are they like a specialist uh or uh, thompson well, morgan or the, some the first lot of seeds i got from them were was from the potato fair in Lambeth, which is done by Pennard's, Pennard Seeds. Um, so that's where I first picked them up. Right. And they've got a really like, do you know, they, they look like a coin purse, like a medieval coin purse. They've got a really skinny top and then right. they just like hang, like they're just like weighty and the, the flavour is incredible. It's really like, um, a... is they're not really sweet but the flavor is incredible best tomato i'm just seeing if i can um pull them up there the penard plants is that the one there jess is it yeah fantastic company company. see i've never never heard of them never because it's funny um someone was just asking um helen and i don't know if if penards do it but helen was asking do you know do we know of any seed companies that sell small amounts of seeds sometimes i just want to try a, a few different varieties now i kind of not that bothered I'd, I'd rather just have more seeds you know and keep them maybe for like a, a year or something like that so i'm not sure do you, is there anywhere we, we know of a company that does like small batches of seeds or is it best just I, to get I it i think um is it um oh i can't remember now the real seeds i think they do a, a cheaper seed packet for people who are struggling financially but i don't know if that relates to smaller amounts of seeds i, I was on their site just last week and i'm sure i saw something about that real. so that's they, real seeds right that, just... that's a wonderful company but generally it seems to be better i think just to kind of club together with somebody yes. else if you've all got things and you like you all buy three packets of seed each of what you need and then just split them seems to be that's what i do with mine i mean i get all most of my seeds come from premier seeds and you're buying Every year I'm buying three different cabbages and each one's got a thousand or fifteen hundred seeds in it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I only want three cabbages. So oh, I give them out around the allotments. <laughs> but that's where, Steve, you kinda you say you can just keep on sowing it and broadcast sowing microgreens as well. So Exactly. Just it's 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 toy town, isn't it, really? Uh-huh. You just play with them. I'm just trying to I can't see a search on Pennard plants for them tomatoes, so um go seed flower sword pollinator pouches seed potatoes well this is riveting viewing (laughs) what what was that steve i say this is riveting viewing watching you browsing the internet (laughs) yes yes hey back on track man yeah we are man i'm just japanese black trifelli and socrates cucumbers there audrey tomatoes girl what's you must be having some exciting varieties this year i am and i'm waiting uh for some to come in uh i think one of i have two new ones that are quite favorite and they're dwarf tomatoes uh one is called purple rain and one is purple heartthrob and they are 
they're so good. So I use those a lot for sauce now. Uh, some others this year, for sure, I'm growing black strawberry again, Brad's atomic grape. Um, I'll tell you which or... one I'm not growing, Audrey. I'm not going to go down the um, Barry's Crazy Cherry. There was two, <laughs> there was literally too many on. Yeah, on I wasn't plant. a fan of, the, I just wasn't. They, they taste no, I wasn't. They're a little bit watery, but them. not, I don't think, I think I like them more than what you did, Audrey, but I just, there was so many. Do you know what I mean? And it was more the, the oh. time of like pulling them off and, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, no, I think it's named appropriately, yeah, calling yeah. it crazy. Um, I mean, they look fantastic. They, they really look brilliant, but I, I didn't the rate them for flavor at all. Yeah, it was watery to me. So uh, the orange accordion, yes, I'm going to be going yeah. again this year, uh, and I'm waiting on those to send to you fellas. Um, black strawberry, I think I already said. Uh, well, I've Audrey, I've kept my black strawberry. I've got a ton there, and I've got okay. me brads as well. Now I'm hoping because I'll, I've had them like in the hut for a while, and then. <laughs> I couldn't remember which one was which. So I'm kind of... I took a, a good bloody guess. That's all I can say there. A good bloody guess. It's so, kind of 50-50. It's a 50-50 chance, yeah. But yeah. I'd like to kind of try some more. And I've ordered some as well from Growing Local. I'll just put... Because Ian's got his site up as well where you can get seeds. And to be honest, there's... Um, there's quite a few varieties I've actually getting from me and I've ordered kind of up there. So I think this tomato night, I think I've ordered maybe that one. I've ordered that one as well off him. I think the I tomato there's, there's, there's a few. And the one next to it, oh no, yeah, the rose crush next to it, I've ordered that one as well. Is that rose crush? Is that a bit like the, the other, what do you call the, the one that we're going to Crimson, Crimson, Crimson crush. crush. Yes. But that one is a more of a beefsteak one there, so it's a much bigger one. All right. So those two there next to each other, Nagina and... Uh, right, right. No, that's the cocktail crush, that one. You Which clicked one the wrong you? one, man. Which one were you looking? The rose crush, yes. Oh, yeah, it does look it. a nice one. I think I might have that one. I'm hoping. I can't remember what I ordered, to be honest, even there. So. But it's a nice big beefsteak one. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So please pop then, over to, to Grown Logan. I'm going to do a video for Ian about it as well because it's um, and I've got cucumber. I think I've ordered that Merlin cucumber as well. So there's umpteen umpteen places for seeds there. So it's now the time to kind of. I know Audrey, you've been you've done your kind of looking, but it's for me now is once it kind of. Once I guess the light nights are coming, <laughs> I mean, you get excited to get buying the seeds. Don't and... assume just because I looked early and ordered early that I'm done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> never done buying. You're seeds. never done. Audrey. You're never so, done. Particularly peppers or tomatoes because they last so long. I don't worry about if it's at the beginning of the year or the end of the year. So yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> I'm trying to be done, but I make no promises. Well, uh, Jess, I was watching one of your videos again, and and you've had, you kind of showed your, your, your garlic's all starting to kind of pop and come. Now, I've had a bit of a sporadic time, and, I, and my garlic hasn't, it's it all seems to be hit and miss, where yours is kind of nice, quite, they all seem to be kind of doing the, the right thing there. I'm in the stage where I've got like a bed of garlic, and it's sporadic, you know, there's some that are kind of four inches there's some that haven't even come. Does anybody else have that kind of problem? Yeah. Or you're having it as well? Um, yeah, I'm like that. I've got some that's come up, and I've got a whole block that's come up, and then a whole block that hasn't, and then a whole block. But I found this last year. Most of my garlic didn't show until January uh, last year, so there's still plenty of time. Right. But only garlic's up, that's all up. And I, well, yeah, Steve, my it. elephant, all my elephant garlic's up. Do you know what I mean? I've got a full yeah. bed of elephant garlic, you know, but um, it's just that. When do you, Steve, when would you start thinking it's getting a little bit late, I better resource some more? Have, I, have we still got plenty of time to do that? Because I know Dan from it, Allotment Diaries, it's something like March he plants his, you know. Yeah, I mean, you can get the spring planting stuff and, and get them in then, but um, I would probably just plant something else in that space anyway. I wouldn't 
bother going and buying more and planting it. I've got some coming up, so that, that's enough for me. Anybody else garlic? Audrey, how's your garlic? <laughs> the garlic queen. Very deep beneath the earth. That's how it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, I won't, I won't see that for a few months. All right, so it'll not even pop up for a few months. I'm not worried on And I'm glad because it would probably all freeze if it were mm-hmm. up at this point. So, Right, let's have a look. Um, oh, this is a good one there. Now, I'll just pop this under. The, Steve actually showed us this there. So this is, well, it, it, to me, it's it's... I've never seen many more more expensive than this. This is probably one of the the most expensive bags yes. of of compost. Now this is in sale price though, but it registered normally it's like thirty six pound for these two bags, and I'm like, oh, but the, the, I mean, granted they're selling them for like twenty three, so but thirty six that's like eighteen pound a bag, and this is I mean, I don't know it's who mad. you garden is. I mean, I'm not. Uh, that's an expensive, and we'll get the kind of Steve's because Steve's been telling with this for ages that prices are going to go, but that is a ridiculous price. But then I was looking, and again, I'm not sure who you garden is or anything like that, but I love the way it says this is only for 40 liters. You know, these bags are twin packs, yes, too, but these are only 40 liters, yeah, and that means it's like 18 pounds a bag. But I love the way they've got the word professional compost right in handy in handy size but there's yeah i love the professional but there's what it, it doesn't have a label it's that professional it doesn't need to have a yes. label or anything <laughs> yeah. and that's just like wow man that is steve showed with that idea on the kind of on our little chat thing and it was like nearly 37 pound for two little it's unbelievable in it do you know what i mean it was just I think, unbelievable I think maybe jb is um Repackaging what he has. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. Like a, you know. Well, I'll show you JB's been spending. I've got a photograph. That's JB. Yeah. Look at that man, how many he's been. And he does like to spend his money, JB. So he sent that photograph <laughs> over as well. So, But, uh, Steve, have you ever seen a, a more expensive compost than that? Because I don't think I have. Not, not to date. Not to date. But, I mean, I think for it's the. Coming. For the <laughs> It would definitely come in. I think for the people who are maybe not so mobile or perhaps elderly, can't get out, can't get to a, a, a garden centre or whatever, I think it's probably a godsend. A couple of bags to make the hanging baskets and troughs up for that year. It's probably very convenient, but come on, man. It's nearly 40 quid for two bags of compost. Oh, I know. And I mean, there is on that site as well, there's 600 re- reviews, but it's not all for the, you know what I mean? It's all bulbs, flowers and plants, which I guess, you know what I mean? I'm not trying knocking yeah. the garden there. It's just whoever, and there's actually a video as well. And it's, like, there's a guy saying how like, you know, he's a professional and that, I can't find the video, but he's a professional gardener. And this is what we use every day. And I'm thinking at 40 pound a, a shot for two, do you know what I mean? That's quite an expensive yeah. Jess, what's the most you've paid for a bag of compost? Um, Not that, I hope. <laughs> uh, but funny enough, when you try and buy it in small amounts, that's when it's really expensive. Uh-huh. I used to work, I used to work in a garden centre, um, just at, uh, like South Ken, and uh, yeah, it was like if you tried to buy twenty liters of compost, it was like nine quid. It was ridiculous. Wow. To buy that much, but if you wanted to buy eighty liters, it was like seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So it just, yeah, it was really because obviously the packaging is the bit that's more expensive than the actual compost generally. So well, you would have thought that, Jess, but that's why it's like, but there's no package. It's just plain. You know what I mean? yeah, they plain. haven't put a lot of effort into that packaging. <laughs> no, they haven't. <laughs> oh, we've lost Audrey. Audrey's gone there. Just boosh. So let's just jump to another question then. Um, gardening from scratch. There's Audrey. There, there you go, Audrey. Sorry, Audrey. I was fiddling and I disconnected. <laughs> gardening from scratch is asking. Let me just put up there. Need to prune my raspberries, kids, but can't bend down to do it. Any suggestions? Well, uh, there's another old fella here who might have some, some tips in, for bending down. You know, when you get to a certain age... Struggle there. 
There are, um, well, as you know, my partner's disabled. There are a lot of tools out there that can help you with mobility issues. Uh, if you can't find any online, then um, speak to one of the big disabled societies and they'll be able to put you in touch with the people where you can get these tools. But you can get long-handled secretaries and pruners and that sort of thing with extended handles. So if your reach is uh, impaired, shall we say, then you can do that. The one thing that niggles me about that is when you go and buy something because your mobility is fading, is that you'll then pay three times the bloody price for it for oh, the same I, thing, I, uh -huh. which is really annoying. Those people are already struggling, and now suddenly you've got to pay three or four times the price of what everybody else is paying. Yeah. That gets yeah. on my nerves. And as well, it's now's the time, isn't it, to kind of prune your your raspberries. You kind yeah. of got get it get it sorted, kind of thing as well. So, your have we got anything else that's oh i know it's been talking about compost there steven's got i'll just play this i'll, tell you, I'll put me on then i'll play steven's um little thing one second there so let's have a look at that excuse the uh, shaky camera work oh, oh it's lovely and warm in here oh <laughs> oh i get you all excited Mamma mia! <laughs> quite fluffy. There is a lot of damp in there, but it's a sealed unit. I would expect that. I think a couple of days in a wheelbarrow. Oh, so warm. Would be lovely. <laughs> so, Stephen, the big, the big question is: Are you are you happy with the results? Because I, I guess we've come to the end now of your little kind of experiment with the kind of the what's the name? What's the name? Hotbin. Hotbin. Yeah. So. Because we we did open it up a little bit prematurely, and it was it was kind of to me I noticed it was a little bit disappointing. And I thought you thought found yes. it was. You've had a few more weeks there now. It looks to me like kind of all gone. Is it? Is are you are you happy with the final result? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I messed up myself. I I put um, the hot bin onto what I thought was level ground. Uh, I used a really strong pallet and mounted it on that so that it was level. Uh, but, of course, the weather affected that, and the pallets started to slump in the middle. So the composter slumped, caused a gap in the in the way it was put together, and let a lot of the heat out. And that's why it was disappointing when we came to empty it, because it hadn't properly done. It should have done, but it wasn't. And that was my fault. So I took it apart, emptied it out, refilled it with some grass, and then it started to heat up again just before the freeze we had last December. During the freeze, the temperature in the middle got all the way down to about two degrees. And I thought, that's it, it's done, finished, and I'll use it as mulch. But since then, it's reinvigorated itself all on its own. It's just come all the way back up to temperature. And the last couple of days, I've been measuring 40 degrees, which is, you know, absolutely brilliant. So it's re-energized itself. Well, hopefully that we'll gain a... Are you happy with because you've you've put it on your have you put that on your on your garden now as well, Steve? Or is that was that something? Because I had a, not yet. I haven't. Right. No. Well, because I got well, this. I one want off. to. What? Where's this one uh, come from? Then? Well, who's? Is this from your homemade one? Yeah, that's it. That's the homemade one. Right. Um, it's a bit bit chunkier than I would like, um, but I think I've said on the video. I've made. I'll put a video out today showing both of them, um, and. When you're, hot, hot, when you're doing your normal composting, just throwing it in a bin and leaving it for a year, you can almost throw things in their hole because you know they're going to get saturated and you know they're going to get destroyed by all the bugs and beasties in there. But with hot composting, it's quick. It's two to three months. So the big bits don't help the process, so you cut everything up small. So I fed my home composter, the one I made myself, as if I was feeding a cold compost bay where I should have cut it up a lot smaller. And that's why there's big lumps in there. Plus, it's not as efficient as the bought one. I know you, you, you were kind of talking about the compost. And what's the, what else, apart from speed, is the benefit of speed, like a, a fast compost? Because surely you, you have your compost, you use it for, like a, in my case, you know, through like from, say, October, through right through now, putting it on the beds. And then I'm kind of... You know, yeah, I'll do it from your own seeds and that now. 
Yeah. Why would I need it like a fast compost when I can just like because I know my next year's compost will be ready when I come to it. What's this kind of thing for like having fast compost? Is it just like for new gardeners to get them excited to spend a bit more money? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, for starters, uh, the heat in a hot compost heap will kill um, will kill all your weed seeds off. So if you, if, I mean, most of that. Um, DIY one, the one I made myself, most of that is, is weeds in there with seeds on and nettles and things. So we'll see if it's worked. I was <laughs> going to say, yes, that will, be, um, that will be nice if we'll have to, like, wh- where is that? Is that in a, in a polytunnel, Steve, is it? Yeah, it is, yeah. Right, it's in the right, right, so right. if there is weeds in there, they'll grow like stink in there. Yeah. They really will. Jess, what but about... Mind the other... The other, the other thing about hot composting is you can literally put anything in there. I mean, I've, I've not done it myself, but I've heard stories of putting dead animals into hot compost heaps and, and it will take them down and destroy them as well. Right, right. That was a kind of little bit similar to that, that company you sent us last week. Where, I don't know if you've seen it, Jess. We, we talked about it last week. Steve showed us this company in America where you can once you've, you've gone from this mortal coil... Instead of getting cremated or buried, which is all kind of using up the the, <laughs> the atmosphere and that, you can go to this company that will put you in a tube along with a few, I'm guessing, organic chemicals. And six weeks later, you arrive back at your house as a bag of compost for your family to plant. You know, and there's quite a few companies in America are doing this. You know what I mean? So maybe we're we're one step closer with your animals, Stephen. They're putting them in the yeah. hot bin. Bloody hell. Well, what hell? I mean, it's better than being pumped full of formaldehyde and looked at, isn't it? No. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, there is that. Well, Jess, what, what would you think of that? Or would you just, was that something? Because it's a bizarre, I was saying on, on the kind of show, my kind of thing is I want to be in the world, blasted off into space in a rocket and like, poof, over like, you know, because I'm a, like a science fiction geek. There's companies that do that. You can send your, 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 some of your ashes up to space or up into the higher echelons and get kind of spread about. Would you like that kind of idea of getting composted down and sent back to your relatives? I'm not really fussed. <laughs> when I'm dead, I'm dead. I won't know about it, so I'm not not that interested. I mean, I'll get blasted into space anyway, my atoms, when, when the Earth gets destroyed, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, billion years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. The, the, whole, the whole like post death thing, whatever. <laughs> just stick me in the normal compost heap. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> As a scarecrow, just kind of adventure. <laughs> <laughs> there is actually there is one guy um, on our allotment site, and he'd been there for you know man and boy all his life, and he loved the place so much that after his after his funeral, and after he was cremated, his ashes were spread on his plot. Right. Just down on, down on our allotment site, so he's still there, you know. That's something what you might do, lad. I'm telling you now, that's something that you, you're never away from the bloody place, you know what I mean, sir? So. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I've got to worry about that, is that a friend of mine, um, her mum died, God, it must have been about 15 years ago now, and she has a house down in Hastings, and she planted, so her mum was cremated, and then she planted a mulberry tree sapling, um, like opened up the ashes and then planted the sapling into it. And then about 10 years later, she lost the house. Oh. And then obviously ah. she she lost the tree that her mum was, you know, and then the tree got chopped down by the next people and everything. So I just think oh. it's probably ah. a bit... And on that note, <laughs> on that happy note, yay! Well, we have hit the, the top of the hour there, and I haven't even, I haven't even used up all my um, my questions there. But we'll we'll get to the tips of the week, and I'll jump to Stephen first with his tip of the week. Stephen, please. I haven't got one yet. I knew that. <laughs> that's why I went here because I was thinking he hasn't said anything about a tip of the week there so has anybody Audrey you're a I, yes I do have one thank you very much professional always thank you Audrey <laughs> uh, you're going to see a lot of 
people on YouTube and Instagram, whatever, planting a lot of seeds. I'm going to say this. Don't, do not be sucked into, oh my gosh, I need to get mine in. I don't want to be late. Uh, not everything needs to be sown this early. And many things do better if they're not. So be wise uh, so that you don't end up with a lot of seriously overgrown items uh, that you can't put out yet into your garden. So work back from your last frost date and figure out when things should be started. So little patience right now. Yeah, but you've also sown your onion seeds that you've never sown so early in your life before. I've sown my onions, <laughs> I've sown cucumbers, my ginger is planted, and I've sown artichokes. So, but those are all really long. You know, the onions are the only ones I'm a little concerned about. You know what? Honestly, Audrey, that's such wise words. But I and I'm wrapped up in it now. I'm I'm I'm, I'm lost in it. I'm so excited. I know. I I heard your last video, and uh-huh. I'm like, dude, slow down. Oh, God, it's too late. It's too late. I mean, they're, they're going to drop through the post. The be chili seeds. I know the GBs kind of gets chilies in there early as well. So I want to kind of, but it it is. I get wrapped up in it so quick. Do you know what I mean? Right. And then I'm thinking. Little tomato, but I've had tomatoes in the polytunnel when it's just being cold and they just go a bit limp. And I'm yeah, no, they, middle of March, they, Audrey, for tomatoes. That's my middle of March. Yeah, just a little patience. Yep. Stephen, have you got a tip now by any chance, Bonnie Lad? Yeah, well, kind of springboarding off what Audrey said there. Um, really, is is to think of your light levels as well because. Between now and the middle of January and the middle of March, I think it's about an extra hour and a half daylight you get as the, the light increases day by day. So that's that's somewhere to plan for. I mean, I tend to work around that and try to have seeds that are coming through the ground then because then I know they're going to get more lights than they will now, if you see what I mean. So try and plan, plan if you can to take advantage of the best available light and know your own equipment for, you know, one particular windowsill might reach 18 degrees and another might reach 20. If you know where you can plan and move plants around to, um, you'll be able to look after your plants better when they come through. It is a total juggling. I'm finding that doing it, it in is, the house. In the, in, the, in, the, in the hut, when I had the kind of, that set up, it was quite simple. Lights came on. It, you know what I mean? Like the germinate lights came on. Yeah. All nice. But in the house, well, I mean, I think I've got there. This is me, me onion one. So that's these are my onions that we did on Boxing Day. Yeah. That's took up all my space. Now I know tomorrow I'm going to probably take them up to the polytunnel and get them kind of tucked in there. But it's just a you know all of a sudden that space is empty and now I'm running out of space and. It's kind of causing yeah. a little bit of friction in the house, you know. <laughs> What's the get the shit away off here and all that kind of stuff? See, it's like Jess, Jessie's got herself sorted out. She's got a little place where she's got to grow lamps and right next to a radiator, so that's a given heat spot and a good place for growing. And it's a little bit out of the way of the rest of the family as well. So it's finding out all these things with the equipment, the greenhouses, the polytunnels, even your cold frame or in the house on windowsills, you know, but if, if you know these areas and what they're capable of producing, then you can maximize that for your own effect. There you go. Spur of the moment tip of the week, which is a very well, well done there, Stephen. That perfect. I never, I never actually think I've never actually come to the show with a tip ready. I normally <laughs> think of it during the show. Jess, the final well, tip of the week. Well, unfortunately for me, uh, I did come with a tip of the week, but uh, Steve <laughs> thought of it just at the last. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it, it, my my tip was basically just watch out. Like at this time of the year, the seeds are going to keep trying to grow, and if you're planning to do with light and heat and everything, they need they need you to actually pay attention to them because um, it can go wrong very quickly. <laughs> but- was my was my tip. Are you just though as well, like, because honestly, I hold my hand up. I get wrapped up and I'll want to sew as quick as possible. Do you get like that? Or have you got the patience to step back and say, right, we'll, we'll wait till like March 
to sow the tomato seeds? Well, last year, um, I was really determined to not just sow everything really, really quickly. And it was a disaster. Most years, I'm really like, go, 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 right now, quick, 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 we can get it. This is the first like uh, date possible on the seed packet or whatever and I get really overexcited about it and normally I'm quite successful last year I decided to hold off um who was it somebody I was talking to said to me that they don't sow their beans until after their birthday which was the 21st of April I can't remember who it was whose birthday was that day but they'd said that to me and I was like okay that's fine right I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that I'm gonna do it and then I didn't get any beans uh-huh. <laughs> so I decided I'm not gonna do any of that I'm just gonna sow it all as soon as I can um, I see and, there's a girl after me old heart. Just get them sewn. <laughs> worry about it as it comes and happens. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes as long as you leave yourself enough time to sew again, if you need to, um, it's all right. Well, what I've, what I've did, noticed, mind you, Audrey, as well, with those Brad's Atomic seem to be like, take the time. Now, I saw them Brad's Atomic probably, I think, the 24th of March. And... I would have liked them ripened a bit quicker. Do you know I mean I still got them all done and dusted in the right time, but I seem to have to wait a little bit longer for them coming. And I thought I wonder if that was me, you know, because certainly wasn't the weather kind of the, the sunshine for the ripening. We had lots of that. No, they are no, they are notoriously a late uh, ripening tomato, mm-hmm. and they're difficult so, as well because they look like they're ripe when they start. Yeah. Very difficult to judge. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be. Um, uh, putting rootstock on my Brad's Atomic Grape this year to oh. see if maybe oh, those you. were better. Get well, you. yeah, I'm putting it on all of my uh, indeterminate <laughs> tomatoes right? because I just want to see how they do. So, wow. yeah. Advanced user level we're talking here, mind you. I think yeah. I need a new gardening certificate then. Maybe. Well, you not too hasty when we see that you can, it's not good just okay. saying you, you're okay. going to do it. I want to see the okay. actual oh, grafted tomatoes. Because I think there could be uh, great results from grafting those. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. Well, that is today's show. Big thank you. Thank you very much. Jess, Steve, Audrey, thank you indeed. It's been, Jesse's been far too long. Hopefully, and there's still oodles of questions here there, so hopefully we can kind of get you on again, do you know what I mean? We'll try and uh, hit you up again and get you on, see how cucumbers are going, see how everything's going there. So it's lovely to have you back. Thank you very much. Audrey, it's always a pleasure. My gardening muse, as I like to call, call her. And Stephen... <laughs> thank you very much thank you very much for the wise words is that give up potatoes is that... <laughs> no, rations of butter loads of herbs, bit yes. of garlic olive oil on the top uh, you're sorted. Sorted, you're sorted well listen everyone, thank you so much for coming we'll see you next week, take care cheers everyone, bye, bye. bye.